but it's freezing, obviously. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, obviously. There may be people in different parts of the country who are not experiencing the cold that uh, I am experiencing in this road and front room. Uh, however, as always, being a consummate professional, I am continuing with the recording of episode 175 of Mr. Bert Potts. No, it's cold actually, and I was a bit twitchy about whether I was going to be able to get out for a run this morning. Uh, I've been making more of an effort to get up as the alarm clock goes off, uh, rather than getting up half an hour after the alarm clock goes off. Um, And uh, I made a big effort to get out of bed as it was cold this morning, Uh, up and showered and straight in with the Adrian. I wasn't happy with Adrian actually on Saturday morning. I did a flow day, I think it was day five, uh, possibly day six. It was called Center. Now I thought, because she did a whole um, months, I think it was last year or the years before, a whole month of these uh, yoga things called Center. This year it's called Flow. Uh, call centre and it was all about centering yourself and I thought marvellous it'd be a lovely 20 minutes because that's usually how long we have centering myself and it wasn't it was 20 minutes of working on core and I'm still in pain Uh, and that was Saturday morning I did that Uh, I've still got my cough a bit every time I cough uh, I have pain across my what what, I don't know what they are I call them my stomach muscles are they your abdomen your abs I don't know anyway you can't see mine superficially so uh, they hurt that's what I'm saying so I'm not very happy with her and I probably pushed myself too much but I did I she did this thing where you had to put your legs up in the air or lying on your back and then scissor them up and down one at a time and I just gave up on that one I don't think my core's too bad actually but it's not that good anyway so uh, I thought, well, she'd do a nice easy one because she does plan them. So she says that they go follow on each day, follows on from the previous day. So I thought probably today's would be a nice restorative one. And it wasn't. Uh, what did she call it? She called it something and uh, I found it very difficult and I wasn't very happy about it. Anyway, I got through it and uh, I thought I've just got to keep going. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Don't sit down. Cause as soon as I sit down, uh I can't stand up again. So I quickly changed, uh, did all my bits and pieces. Uh, the only time I had to sit down was to change into my socks because I have running socks, obviously. Uh, managed to stand up straight after I got my running socks on, put about three layers on top half. Usually just wear a t-shirt. Uh, put an extra layer of shorts on. And boy, was that wind nippy around my legs. It wasn't too bad outside, actually, I have to say. And it was a, it's one of those really nice days because it's sunny. Uh, and I just kept saying, well, it's only half an hour run. I don't know why I get into such a state about it. And I'm fine once I'm outside doing it. It's just that psychological thing of getting out the door. So uh, I didn't run too fast, but it was a very steady pace. Actually, I was quite pleased. And I went up to Ali Pali and it was fine, except for a couple of bits along paths where the wind just uh, whipped, whipped me into a very cold state, but it was fine. So I was very pleased with myself that I got that done. And then I got back and just blood 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 into uh recording this so um it was quite exciting there is big news uh the main big news is that all the lights gone out in the kitchen now 
we've got four. I don't really like them. I just, I don't know. I've got a thing about lights. Um, I They're four set into the ceiling in a square. And ever since, uh, I used to put halogen, the correct word is lamps, uh, because I work in the theatre uh, and I work with lights. The correct word for a light bulb is a lamp. Anyway, there used to be halogen uh, bulbs, which I quite like. I, quite, I think they're quite a nice warm colour. I don't really like LEDs. Don't get me onto LEDs. It's a whole political uh, rant that you'll get. But anyway, um, ever since we've changed them over to LEDs and it's a dimming system, they, they've not been right and they've sort of intermittently gone out. And um, I'm sure it's to do with the LEDs and to the, because I don't think LEDs dim very well. And uh, anyway... We've had an electrician look at them and sort of, they're still sort of gone out. And the builder who came and did their floor is also an electrician. So he looked at them and because two had gone out at that point, he changed the trans, is it a transmitter? I always call it a transmitter and it's not a transmitter. That's something for radio or a television. Anyway, transformer, that's it. He changed transformer, blah, blah, blah. Always lovely. Uh, they were all, in fact, they were so bright. Uh, I had to dim them. Uh, now they've all gone out they've all gone out one at a time since and we're on two table lamps in the kitchen which isn't as bad as it sounds actually because um i don't do that much cooking during the evening it's more during the daytime and it looks quite cozy in the nighttime but it's a bit annoying so um, i'm just waiting for the builder to uh, give me a date when he's back in the area um I don't there's something, it's not, it's not him not doing a proper job, there's something odd with them, I can't work it out. So that's that, so that's that news. The other big news, well, it was very exciting last night actually, because we were watching Slow Horses, and there was noises outside. Uh, turns out, and it was a bit odd, because it was 10 o'clock on a Sunday night, uh, they were changing a tyre or something on a car parked outside our house now i don't know flat i don't know if it's the car i'm looking at now or whether it's moved off and someone else's part there it's very odd uh changing tires whatever it was a man in a fluorescent jacket which means nothing and uh obviously looked official and other people standing around uh and miss marple twitching the curtain uh watching what was going on um so there was lots of banging and crashing i thought someone was slashing tires and stealing them uh, obviously always jumping to the most dramatic conclusion possible initially that wasn't the case so i just don't know why it was going on at 11 o'clock on a sunday night so it was a bit of a mystery uh so that was that and then the other big news what's the other big oh the other big news yes well i think a lot of you know this um there has been a big build-up to us getting our next cat uh, who was going to be all being well on a second visit from someone else, uh, Schofield, who was a ginger tom with one eye. He'd been rescued, uh, I think he was about one or something when he was rescued, uh, with eye, he'd been attacked, his eye damaged, so uh, had an operation. Uh, we'd gone in ages ago to, I don't know, we'd gone... The story is that the cat, I think I've gone through all this before, but anyway, the cattery uh, that we've used for years and years and years and years and years, and I really mean that, um, and who gave us our last uh, devil cat, Tara, uh, she of the wee and the, and the um, floorboards and ceiling downstairs. Um, the owner died, the woman who was in effect running it, long story, 
uh, closed it down because she's because uh, she's got health issues and uh, in lockdown she started taking she started working with a rescue charity uh, and she's got about fifteen or sixteen cats she's looking at. Anyway, we went in. Schofield at that point was like very timid and I think I was being bullied by another cat and I didn't really take much notice of him to be honest but it turns out somebody else really liked him so anyway come quite a bit long time later um, she got back in touch and said uh, oh no it was after Duffy died I can't remember anyway um, that's where we got Duffy from uh, I went to visit Schofield and he was like a transformed cat absolutely gorgeous and I've got a little video of him and pictures and he was like rolling around on the floor and having his tummy rubbed and strokes and purrs and all this things and she really wanted us to have him because she was quite attached to him and um, she wanted him to go to you know somewhere where she knew he was going to be happy uh, <clears throat> not that any cats of course have uh, happy lives in this house um so yeah so it, we was all planned and i sent a message saying uh can we come last sunday to visit and she got back and said uh, i need to talk to you so I rang up and she's got a lot of crap going on in life at the moment and uh she's gone away over the weekend because she had some bad news really bad news and while she was away the person who was looking after the cats had phoned and three of the rescues who'd been absolutely fine the night before uh the other person had gone down to them and they were all dead the only and of course i schofield was one of them so this actually hit me quite badly i must admit but um well not badly that's a bit of an exaggeration but i was a bit upset about it don't know why they never will know why it's possible it was some human to cat touch transmitted virus because the three that died were the ones that ran around most outside the cages they were sort of the three most settled in and uh but then the person helping had gone up to the other three cats the pet cats uh, of the woman who runs it and i think she'd had you know she struck them and they, they were all fine so all the other cats are still fine and well and healthy, so we'll never know. Uh, so that was a bit of a shock. But sadly, it was the three. It was like three of the favourites rescues. They were the ones that ran around. They got more attention. You know, obviously, rescues are in all sorts of psychological and physical states. So that was um, that was a bit sad. The upside is uh there's another cat in line called rufus now rufus i've only seen pictures of him and i think he's absolutely gorgeous he's a little tom i think we're destined never to have a big cat we've always had little cats uh his little tommy is ginger uh and he's got the sweetest little face got a lovely tiger stripey tail and little white boots and he's on the books of another uh, rescue animal rescue place uh that's that uh, the woman is linked up with she knows the people that run it and no one's wanted him uh he's, he's been on the website for ages and uh, no one's taken any interest in there's nothing wrong with him he's probably about seven or eight nine he's been a street cat and uh being fed by various people in various houses uh, until someone thought you know he's doing well enough he needs looking after so they'd given him to the rescue 
Um, so now he's ended up in the ex-Catery come new cat sanctuary. Uh, and no one, and when people go and look at the cats, no one looks at him twice. So uh, the woman thinks it's because he's just too ordinary. She doesn't know, but she just thinks he's quite ordinary. I don't think he's ordinary looking at all. I think he's absolutely gorgeous. But he, she said he's just like, a, if you're going to draw a cat, he looks like that cat. He's just like a very cat-shaped cat. And there's nothing unusual about him or eye-catching. Um, I think he's absolutely gorgeous and everyone I've sent pictures of him to has agreed. So we're going to go and see him, see how we get on with him on Sunday. Uh, and I think we're both in the frame of mind now that we really, I really want to cut at the moment. I'm having cat longings. That sounds a bit peculiar, doesn't it? But I really want a cat. And um, someone else was more upset about Duffy dying than I realised. So... Um, and there's nothing wrong with Rufus. He's like, he's just, he's a stray, but he's not traumatized or, you know, he hasn't had a hard life or anything. He's probably had a very nice life actually being fed by all these different people, albeit living on the streets. And apparently he's taken to indoor life uh, very well, surprisingly. And I'm sure he'll probably take to uh, life in this flat extremely well as well, because he's obviously just going to get fed, pampered and uh, spoiled. So we'll, uh, I'll keep you updated on that, because obviously it's <laughs> very exciting news. It's, but it is, I know it sounds weird, but it's a really big thing getting a new, well, it doesn't sound weird at all, but it is a really big thing getting a new pet. So, um, um, oh, the other big news, sort of big news, is the next show, uh, producers of whom were on the last show that brought in their own uh, board op, they're bringing their board op, own board op in again. <laughs> for the next show, which means as of the beginning of February for nine weeks, I've got no work. However, the, well, I was going to move over to stage crew because they'd have given me a job. The theatre would have given me a job on stage crew. Unfortunately, the show involves lots of paint being thrown around and it sounds as if it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Paint being uh, thrown around in performance. Uh, and they're talking about keeping the theatre open till one o'clock in the morning to get it all cleared up. Um, and crew probably not getting out till about 11.30. I'm not spending my life cleaning paint up until there's a carpet. I mean, the set's a carpet as well. I mean, why why paint carpet, oh, you know? Uh, so I'm not doing that. So I think I'm probably going to switch to front of house, but I've put some feelers out with other contacts just to see if there's any other work going. I don't want to leave the theatre. I've said this before. I don't want to leave the theatre because I really love it there. And they're really nice on front of house. So uh, I think I'll just shift over to front of house and then all being well, I'll have a job on the show after of which I know nothing about. I don't think it's been decided what that is yet. So that's all that. Um, uh, yeah, so that's the other big news. Uh, I'm just consulting diary. I have only just opened my 2024 new diary, foolishly, because my 2023 diary had a January in it, and then I realised I've double booked myself on something tomorrow night, which is really clever of me. Um, yes, I've done absolutely nothing looking at past week, so that's that. Um, <coughs> I'm better, uh, but I'm still not over this stupid cough, as you can hear, which is really irritating. I must have done something this week. Did I not do anything over the weekend? Uh, no, no. Got no memory. So um, that's exciting, isn't it? Although, actually, how could I forget? I got my tax return in yesterday. I've left it really late this year. Um, 
for some bizarre reason, I'm a very large amount of money in tax credit. They've I've overpaid my. Well, I mean, ancient me and HRMC, HMRC, HRMC, um, don't have the best of relationships. They've cocked up twice on my self-assessments in the past. One time took two years to sort out and I still can't, looking at the money going in and out and sorting out of it, I still can't work out what happened. Anyway, the latest thing is I, I looked at it and it says I'm X hundreds of pounds, thank goodness, in uh, credit. I've ever paid a load of tax. So that's just, I've no idea what's going on. So, um, I thought, well, I better, and there's enough in it that it's paid my bill this year. So I thought I better give them a ring um, just to check. Uh, I don't know whether I need to let them know that I want it being paid out of the credit. Uh, so I was on the phone for an hour. Uh, and they're not answering to individuals and at the moment. Apparently they're so overwhelmed, uh, i.e. they haven't got any staff. Uh, they only answer to agents. I don't even know what an agent is. I thought, well, I'm sorry. I don't. I need an answer on this. I'm not having another cock up by them. So um, I hung on for an hour, and then the woman. Uh, I got through. To, of course, I went. Of course, typically I went to go to the toilet, and then just as I flushed the toilet, uh, they answer the phone. And um, anyway, she sort of said, "Are you an individual?" And I went, "Yes," or whatever. And I, she said, "Well, if you can phone the individual line," and I said, "No, just a very quick question, and I'm sure you can help." And I was really pleased with myself actually because I'm not usually assertive in these situations. Anyway, she uh, basically told me that it should sort itself out. I've heard that one before, uh, so that's all that done. So I've just got to wait and see and hope that that does credit uh, itself in the next five days. I'm still. Uh, I must get some writing sorted out. I'm still awaiting a couple of people to see if they've read my play, and then I'm going to get a little group of actors together, uh, to be like herding cats, to do a, a read-through. And I've also got an, an un, nothing done with short story I wrote, and I saw, uh, I got an email through from these publishers called Inkspot Publishing or something. They're a little independent company. I don't know how I've gotten to their... Um, newsletter list uh, but I'll take it as a sign uh, anyway they've linked up with uh, the Chipping Norton Chip Fest or something who short they run a short story competition so I think I'm going to stick that story into that competition you never know and uh, I might actually send my old old novel into the publisher that these publishers um, and you have to send in the first three chapters uh, I might do that uh, and then I've started journaling. Did I say I've started journaling? Uh, I've got a Moleskine, I do love a Moleskine notebook. And actually for this show, they gave out Moleskine notebooks as opening night presents. So I'm very happy with that. Um, I'm doing quite well on it. I don't write it every day. Uh, but um, yes, I find it good for my, good for the soul. A bit of, a bit of, uh, what's that? Um, stream consciousness writing. Well, it's not stream conscious writing, it's just basically uh, I, I've spent my life starting and stopping. I've got a whole pile of diaries uh, that I've started and then stopped after about four weeks. Uh, story of my life. I've got a whole pile of them going back to when I was a teenager in my room. But this, I'm quite pleased with this, I've sort of kept going with it. I started one in 2008, 
18 or 19 and I filled the whole Moleskin book and I think I've moved on to a second one and then I then it, I, it got to lockdown and I just stopped for reasons I just couldn't write so anyway for some reason I've started up again so um, I'm just having a flip through to see what, what's what uh, nothing in there that I haven't already said and then um, television Amazing Mrs. Maisel, uh, no, it's not called that, it's called Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Uh, I still absolutely love it. In fact, the episode last night, which was like series two, episode three or four, where they go to the Catskills for two months, was just the most perfect. It was just edited and written and filmed, and the sets and the costumes and the acting, everything just came together. It was the most beautiful episode. It was lovely, and it's so funny. Um... I like that very much, and Slow Horses. Uh, so those are the two things going on at the moment. I've got obsessed with Traitors. I've got to watch the latest one tonight. Absolutely obsessed with the new series of Traitors, which I think is brilliant. Um, and has uh, two moments where I gasped out loud. Uh, it's that sort of a show, and that doesn't happen very often. And then reading, I'm coming to the end of The Unfolding by A.M. Holmes, which is very, very good. It's about, um, it's set in 2000 and, it's either 2007 going into 2008 or eight going into nine, when Barack Obama got elected as president. And it's, um, it's a new novel, but it's set uh, in about, it's about a very, very wealthy family who have donated loads and loads of money to the Republicans and the shock of Obama getting in uh, basically shatters in various ways the family politically and personally uh, it's very it's very funny actually in a, um, in a quite black way it's very American which is a stupid thing to say it's an American she's an American writer so I mean I'm sure there's things I miss but I really loved her last book called we must all be forgiven, or they must be. It's got forgiven in the title. A.M. Holmes, um, and in why it's important, of course, is because some of the critics have said, "Oh, you know, why was she written a book set back in two thousand and eight?" Well, it's because uh, it's the germ, and and even then, it's not the germ because you can follow back and follow back and follow back. But it's sort of the germ of of the journey that ended with Trump getting uh, elected. Because what these, what this man, head of the family, does with these other weirdy friends, Republican friends of his, uh, is they start the ball rolling to get sort of the the mad right wing lot on their side, and then of course they end up with, with Trump. But what's really nice about the book, and I really like it, is it's a very human story. Uh, although there, it's not one of those miserable, horrible, wealthy people. The people in the book, terrible things are happening to them although they're very, very privileged, rich people, and they're very humanised, and they're sympathetic, and I like that. And, you know, then they're not just horrible. Um, and she, you know, she makes rounded characters that you can understand their chooses, you know, in a, in, in a world where, you know, we're so divided in Twitter and social media and stuff. It's a very healthy uh, thing to be reading. So I'm really enjoying that. And then... Um, so yes, no, I think that's it. Um, I think a lot of you thoroughly enjoyed the 40 minutes, but I'm sorry we're not going to repeat a 40 minute episode. It was quite stressful and I haven't really got that much to say to fill in 40 minutes, to be honest. 
I haven't got much to say to fill in two minutes. I just waffle on to make it up to 20 minutes. So, um, yes, shout out to anybody that's broken their ankle. Uh, well done. And um, thank you for listening.